It's a women's basketball-focused podcast today as they are set to take on Wisconsin. Uh, when you're a top 10 team in the nation, you get uh, a whole podcast ded- dedicated to you. We'll talk about their upcoming game, some impressive streaks that they're on, and also a brief look at the WNBA mock draft, which includes a couple Hoosiers as well. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, guys? It is Wednesday, January 5th. This is Locked On Hoosiers, your daily source for IU Athletic uh, news, analysis, previews, recaps, uh, deep dives, fun times, everything in between. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Rude. I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Hoosiers part of your day, and specifically your first listen every day. Uh, just a reminder, we are free and available wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, specifically as well on YouTube at Locked On Hoosiers. Go give us a subscribe over there. A lot of times the episodes are up sooner. As soon as I get done recording them, I will put them up on YouTube, and then I typically wait till the next day to put them on your podcast feed and wherever you guys are listening to the episode app, be sure to subscribe to us there as well. You can follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Hoosiers and on Instagram at Locked on Hoosiers. Today's episode is brought to you by NetSuite. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. Uh, head to NetSuite.com slash Locked on NCAA for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. I believe that's actually netsuite.com slash locked. They made it a little bit easier on you guys, just netsuite.com slash locked. The women's basketball team back in action tonight. They are up to number six in the rankings. Typically, we kind of push their previews to the back of episodes, talk about other things. This team's too good for that. We're going to focus on them today. Uh, We will have plenty of time to talk about the men's team specifically tomorrow. I uh, mentioned that we are going to have Big Ten Network analyst Trey Demps come on, talk about the Hoosiers, talk about uh, that Ohio State game, and just kind of the outlook for Indiana right now. So we will have a total episode dedicated, a special episode tomorrow to the men's team. Let's talk about this women's team today. Uh, number six, Indiana, 11-2 and two on the season, 3-0 and oh in Big Ten play. We'll travel to Wisconsin to take on the Badgers at the Kohl Center. Uh, Wisconsin is 3-9 and nine on the season, 0-2 oh in Big Ten play. Game is set for a 7.30 p.m. tip-off. Unfortunately, it is on Big Ten Network Plus. So if you guys have a subscription to that, you're getting your money's worth this season uh, with the women's basketball team. Uh, they go from ESPN2 national television to BTN+. Plus. I've rained enough times about BTN and not having a second channel, so uh, we will table that. But Wisconsin is coming off 20 days off due to COVID. Uh, they last played in mid-December. Uh, we saw, though, with Penn State on the men's side that just because they have an extended time off, does not necessarily mean that they're going to come out rusty. Uh, If anything, it was to the contrary for Penn State. They came out 
rested and prepared. Wisconsin will have had a long time to prepare for this IU team. So uh, certainly cannot take them lightly. This series, uh, Wisconsin, their women's program is not quite up to par with the men's program. IU is pretty handily dominated this series. They have a 50 to 23 edge. They are on a seven game win streak right now, which is the longest win streak in the series. The splits, the Cole center has not been great to Indiana, but my, oh my, has it been much kinder than it has been to the men's team in away games in this series. Indiana is 16 and 19 at home. They are 33 and four. Uh, my word, they have dominated this game in Bloomington, but they have won their the last three games in Madison. Uh, the last loss did come in Madison, though, on New Year's Eve in 2015. Uh, so it's been a while since they've lost to uh, Wisconsin. The Hoosiers have dominated this series. Not many of those games during that span have been close. There was one overtime game in January of 2020. Uh, one other... A single-digit game uh, in January of 2019. Every other game has been a double-digit victory. So this is not a Wisconsin program that has been particularly strong, and it's an IU team that has dominated the series. There's no common foes on the schedule for Wisconsin, so you can't really get a feel, really, of how they stack up relative to the Hoosiers. Uh, though they did only lose by 12 to Michigan, uh, who is the kind of next team in the rankings behind the Hoosiers in the Big Ten. Uh, that being said, they outscored Michigan by nine points in the fourth quarter to make that game look respectable. So even that game wasn't even really that close. So this is a game that the Hoosiers should win pretty handily, if I'm being honest. But, um, I mean, we've seen these games coming off a big emotional victory, kind of a bit of a letdown. We'll see if the Hoosiers are able to avoid that. We'll look a little bit at Wisconsin, at the Hoosiers, and at some notable win streaks the Hoosiers have coming into this game as well here in just a minute. Um, it's the new year, so that means New Year's resolutions. And if your guys' is about getting fit and eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar probably even better than a candy bar, uh, but it's it's a protein bar. Like, it, it doesn't taste chalky, waxy, like a chemical spill, if I'm being honest. Um, it is 100% real chocolate. Uh, you'll want to eat it. They were absolutely delicious, and they're healthy for you. 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, 17 grams of protein. Compare all that to whatever your favorite candy bar is. Uh, Built Bar is going to be much, much better for you. So go find all those secret stashes. You guys have a candy around the house, whether it's a drawer at the desk, whether it's a, a drawer in your bedroom or your nightstand, go find all those. Replace them with Built Bars. Sorry, a brain fart there. Replace those with Built Bars. Uh, even if you're not a huge fan of working out, you can at least eat something that tastes good and is good for you. Uh, that way, when you enjoy a delicious built Bar, you can kind of count it as working out, I guess. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bit of a stretch. Uh, there's so many flavors to choose from. My favorite's cookies and cream. There's mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, raspberry. There's all kinds of limited time flavors as well that they're constantly adding. 
So make sure you go to builtbar.com. Excuse me, it's just built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. I have a, another incredible app for you guys. Everyone who uses or buys gas needs to know about. It's called GetUpside. I've told you guys about it. I used it on Monday. It was real simple. Download the app. Uh, you find the gas station you're going to go to around you. Click on it. Click claim. It'll have some type of offer for you guys. I used the promo code SCORE to get some extra cash back on top of what they were offering. Uh, I drove to the gas station, checked in as I got out of the car, uh, filled up, and got my cash back on Tuesday. About 24 hours later, I got my cash back. Uh, it was about $5 back, which isn't a lot, but it's free money that they are giving you back. So everybody has to fill up gas. There's no reason not to do this. Uh, instead of complaining about gas prices, go download GetUpside, get some of that money back. Uh, use that promo code SCORE to get some extra cash back on your first tank. And uh, it's really simple. You can cash out whenever, whether to your bank account, whether to PayPal, whether getting an e-gift card to Amazon or other brands. Uh, it's a free app. Just go download, get upside, use that promo code SCORE, and get up to $0.50 cents per gallon back on your first tank. That's code SCORE. I want to thank you guys for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. This Wisconsin team, uh, not surprisingly with how they have struggled this season, uh, is only averaging 60 points per game. Uh, we saw the Hoosiers hold a Maryland team that was averaging over 80 points a game to 61 in overtime on Sunday. So this is a stout Indiana defense going up against a pretty poor Wisconsin offense. Uh, they're led by Sidney Hillard, a sophomore guard, scoring 14.5 points per game. Uh, junior guard Julie... I'm going to butcher this last name. Pospilisova uh, is scoring 14.4 points per game. Uh, so the two of them are combined to score just shy of half of Wisconsin's points per game. Uh, so I am certain that those two will be on the box score, or excuse me, on the scouting report uh, for the Hoosiers uh, coming into this game. Last meeting between these two teams, Indiana won 77-49. Mackenzie Holmes uh, had 23 points in that game. It was last February. Um, Nicole Cardano-Hillary and Allie Patberg both had 14 points. Julie, who we will call her because I don't want to butcher her name a second time, scored or 16 points to lead Wisconsin on that night. Uh, Hillard had four points, so... Some familiar faces for the Hoosiers, which should help things. They're going to be aware of what of the talent Wisconsin has and uh, how dangerous they can be. So, again, this should be a game the Hoosiers take care of. It's a trap game, though. Uh, you could you could see the Hoosiers coming out a bit slow in this game. This is one of the games where you are happy to have so many veterans on the roster. 
uh, a group that's played together, a group that has experienced a lot of games together. So I'm confident in that regard that there won't be any kind of letdown. Looking at the Hoosiers statistically, because uh, we don't really talk about them in terms of statistics much. Their starting five all are averaging double figures. Mackenzie Holmes leads away 18.1 points, also leads the team in rebounding at 8.2. It is a collective effort on this team rebounding, though. Alexa Golbley is averaging 6.3 to follow, but the team as a whole is averaging 38.8. Everybody pitches in. Grace Berger is almost averaging six a game. Cardano Hillary is over five a game. Allie Patberg is over three a game. And this is just really a uh, a team-wide effort, basically, to uh, crash the boards, to um, control the glass. So they rely on the starting five for so much, uh, whether it's scoring, whether it's rebounding, whether it's simply being in the game. We talked about it uh, on uh, Monday's episode, how much those starters played in that big game, biggest game of the season. And uh, Coach Terry Morin relied heavily, heavily on them. So uh, the Hoosiers are coming in with a couple notable win streaks, the most notable being that they have the second longest active road win streak in the nation at 10 games. Uh, it's leading all Power 5 schools. Only Florida Gulf Coast, who has a 22-game road winning streak going on right now, uh, has a longer one than the Hoosiers. The last time IU had a road loss was January 4th of 2020 against Maryland. That is also the last time the Hoosiers lost a Big Ten game. They are on a 12-game Big Ten winning streak right now. So they're going to go over a year with between conf- or between road losses, which in and of itself is incredible, especially compared to the men's team and how much they're struggling to win on the road. The Hoosiers are going to go uh, over a year between road losses. Uh, they are, we talked about how much Maryland, I would say historically, but since joining the Big Ten, they have dominated it. The Hoosiers right now, 12-game winning streak. They're the ones in control of the Big Ten right now. Uh, they could quickly lose control, but as it is right now, this is a team that is... Uh, the cream of the crop in the Big Ten. Uh, there's still a lot to be played, but so far this is a dominant team. Golbe was named uh, as well Big Ten Player of the Week honorable mention after her double-double against Maryland. Uh, again, we mentioned it on Monday, kind of the underrated, under-discussed member of that starting five, but she really showed out on Sunday. Also just shows you how talented this starting five is that Kind of the fifth option was uh, honorable mention player of the week for the Hoosiers. So I cannot overstate enough how impressive this team is. Should be a win on Sunday. Got a little interested. I saw the WNBA uh, had their draft lottery uh, for next season. It's a lot different than the NBA. The draft lottery and the draft itself are not that close. But started looking up some mock drafts, and there's a couple Hoosiers who could be drafted. So uh, we'll dive into that, as well as a quick update on some men's basketball recruits who uh, had some big games on Tuesday. But guys, this is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. 
but on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you guys are running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? Uh, to see the full picture, you guys need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle, uh, the sponsor of today's episode. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increase their uh, visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Uh, over 28,000 businesses already use NetSuite. For the new year, NetSuite has a new financing program for those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash locked. Simpler URL for you guys. That's netsuite.com slash locked. Head there for this special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash locked. Mentioned that the WNBA mock draft, um, or the WNBA draft, I should say, is a little bit funkier than the men's draft. So they had their draft lottery uh, just before the holidays and about a week before Christmas. Their draft will not be until right after the title game. There is no date set yet. It is typically the Wednesday after the title game. Uh, there is not a lot of downtime between the, or for the women, the, you have your full season for college. The draft is a couple days after the tournament ends. The C training camp starts a couple weeks after that. And then you are right into the season. Uh, a lot of these women also play overseas in the off season. So this is a constant 24 seven grind for them. but. I got interested. Uh, IU does not have a, a history of really having players drafted in the WNBA draft. I couldn't find an exact number. The third player from IU ever was drafted in the early 2000s. Uh, the, there isn't a lot of history. The only other things I could find were uh, when Tyra Buss was kind of heading towards the WNBA draft. There were a couple articles about her. She went undrafted which kind of, I mean, she's the best player in IU women's basketball history, the leading scorer, um, all, all that stuff. I'm sure you guys are familiar with her. So that she went undrafted kind of tells you a little bit about the level that you have to get to. For as good of the, as the Hoosiers have been uh, recently, as much as they've improved under Terry Morin, there are still multiple levels to go before they get to uh, – being drafted and, and kind of to that level. Uh, so I went and looked at some mock drafts. There aren't a lot, not shocking. Uh, WNBA doesn't get the coverage it deserves on a lot of places. I did find one on Bleacher Report. Grace Berger is actually projected as a third round pick. And the handful of uh, drafts I found, mock drafts, that right around there is the area for Grace Berger. I saw a couple of her in the second round. Allie Patberg was kind of a mid-third round prospect as well. It's interesting uh, that both of them are kind of in that area. It's, <laughs> it's hard to make a WNBA roster. 
the WNBA has three three rounds to their draft, so uh, just being drafted is impressive, but it would take some work for both those uh, ladies to make teams, but it would be interesting. It would be a lot of fun. Uh, the Bleacher Report mock drafts has Berger being drafted by the Fever. Boy, oh boy, would that be fun. The Fever have two third-round draft picks. A separate mock draft I saw had Berger and Patberg both going to the Fever. If you want to turn some IU fans into Indiana Fever fans, that is how you do it. Uh, there's a lot of kind of familiar names on this draft that the Hoosiers have seen this year. Ryan Howard uh, for Kentucky, who absolutely kept them in that game against the Hoosiers, uh, is projected as the number two pick to the Fever. Uh, she's a name that the Hoosiers have seen this season. Uh, Katie Benzen for Maryland, who played uh, the Hoosiers on Sunday, she's also projected as a uh, as a third round pick. Kunani, I believe is how you'd say her name, the NC State's uh, center, who had a strong campaign or strong game against the Hoosiers. She's uh, the number six overall projected pick. So there are plenty of names uh, littered throughout. Michigan has a couple. Nas Hillman is the projected number 11 pick. Leah Brown, uh, 30th pick in the third round. So Big Ten, Hoosiers, familiar foes, all that stuff littered throughout. Uh, that's what happens when you play a really tough schedule, as the Hoosiers have this season, with more tough games to go. But I uh, thought it was interesting just to look up, see – WNBA draft, what the prospects of the future are for some of these ladies. Uh, Mackenzie Holmes will be back next season. She's only a junior. That is why she is not on here. I think, not as familiar with the women's game as I am the men's game, I would think with her scoring ability around the basket that she is, She, sh I would think she's a first-round prospect, first, second round. I would be stunned if she's not drafted. But, again, I don't follow women's basketball quite as closely. A couple of IU recruits were in action on Tuesday. Figured I'd mention them as we close out this show. Caleb Banks had 25 points and eight rebounds. He continues his really strong season. Uh, he led his team to a 68-41 to victory. C.J. Gunn had 23 points for Lawrence North. He is uh, hitting the ground running. He missed early part of the season with a broken toe. Uh, as we said, those are frustrating because you can't make him heal any faster. He led Lawrence North to a 60-39 to win over Crispus Attic. So shout out to both those future Hoosiers for showing out on Tuesday night. Thanks again, guys, for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. As I said, we'll be back with a special show tomorrow as Trey Demps from Big Ten Network joins us, former Northwestern guard. Uh, he will break down the Hoosiers men's team with us, get ready for that Ohio State game as well. Now, for your second listen today, let's head on over to Locked on Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Appreciate all the love you guys have given us. Uh, again, if you guys can, just leave a, a, a rating and a review for the podcast. Helps us out a ton. Follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to the podcast, all that fun stuff. But most importantly, guys, have a great Wednesday and Elio.